name is Billie June, and this is Sloths Are Not Sexy. Hello, 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 hello. I am back here in my bedroom again this week, and I'm pretty excited about it. So, okay, recap. I think I told you guys last week that I was going to go to a girl's dinner on Friday in San Diego. It's where I'm from. Um, I have been friends with one of my girlfriends since we were 18, 19, and, um, and through her, I have met a couple other girlfriends, one of which I speak to almost like every day now. She's the most amazing, like badass woman ever. Um, and then another one I just like casually see every now and then. I was a little apprehensive about going to this girl's dinner because I think that we've all been in flux and myself in particular I have been changing and uh, I have grown so much in the last year alone, not to mention like the last two years. And I, honestly, like I have seen that whole like your vibe attracts your tribe situation unfold in the worst ways ever. People that I thought were my friends are no longer my friends and people that I would, you know, deem like godparents to my unborn children are also no longer in my life. And I just, I was a little apprehensive about this dinner because I wasn't sure what I was going to be walking into. And it was good. You know, I had a, I had a good night and I was able to also kind of unpack a few things with my girlfriend of 20 years and um, talk through some things offline, like the night before and the day of, and then after dinner on the ride home. And I think that that was really healthy for both of us to just kind of, you know, find some common ground as we both have changed so much. And I think also, um, you know, with that being said, it's just such a huge testament to being friends with women because being friends with women can be incredibly difficult and hard, especially when um, they're not supporting you and your successes. But I, I just found the ability to reconnect with somebody that I do love and respect so much um, a really valuable lesson and a reminder of um, what friendship means and and almost like a beacon of hope. Like that was that was wonderful. You know, it was, it was a nice moment. Anyway. I digress. But while we were spilling the tea and dropping shade at dinner, um, a bunch of different things came up. And one of them was this uh, this other girl that they went to high school with. Um, so anyway, two of my girlfriends, they grew up and went to the same high school together. I grew up in a different community, but we all grew up in San Diego. So that's where we're from. That's how, how it rolls. It, uh, I feel like you can take the girl out of San Diego, but you can't take the San Diego out of the girl for whatever that means. It just always feels very true. But um, so one of the topics that we discussed was this other girl that they went to high school with and her various states of marriage and, um, and the choices that she made in her life. And they were passing judgment, but about how she wouldn't change and how she didn't show up for her life and how she, you know, chose not to, excuse me, create like movement and momentum in a different way. So like into a different direction, right? So I mentioned like casually while we were there, I was like, but how do you have evolution of self if you don't have a clear understanding of 
your values. And that kind of went, I think, over everyone's head. And also there's lots of wine and cocktails and martinis and oh gosh, Aperol spritzes, just the whole shebang, right? So, but it made me like kind of stop and take a note of my phone. And I thought that that was something that I wanted to discuss with us this week, you know, just kind of diving into what that means and how to do it. So anyway, I find lately as I go through therapy and dig in and do the work myself, that it's really important to, um, understand yourself so that you can hold space and boundaries for other people and that shit's hard I mean real talk so it it's been really hard for me I think to even redefine my values the things that I thought that I held dear the person that I thought that I was even when I was in my you know long relationship with my ex like I'm just not that person anymore and that's not who I am And it's so important to understand the bedrock that I'm building this new foundation, this new house of Billy on because um, it's really going to dictate, you know, like my alarm system, it's going to dictate how I want my yard landscaped, who I want to invite over for parties and how I'm going to protect myself uh, from, you know, people that are either stealing lemons or coming in to like burglarize my house, right? So, and that's just like some weird out of the hat house analogy, but I think it works (laughs) in real talk. So anyway, that's something that I thought we could dive in today. And um, okay, so how do you change if you're not clear on who you are, what you want, and where you are going? I mean, I I couldn't tell you. If you don't know those things, I feel like you're navigating without a map. But uh, our values are essentially our compass as we navigate life. And if we don't have a clear, crystal clear vision of our values, we may find ourselves being run by life versus running life. And uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Hamilton. I'm obsessed with Hamilton. And I know it by heart. I knew it by heart before I even like to the theater and saw it in real life um but there's this really profound and poignant phrase in Hamilton where he says if you stand for nothing what will you fall for and this has always been something that just rumbles around in my head if you stand for nothing what will you fall for and The reason why this is so important and poignant to me is because it comes down to our values. What are our values? What do we stand for? What are we going to fall for? This concept of knowing who we are creates clear boundaries for not only ourselves, but everyone around us, which also folds into our shift philosophy. And our shift philosophy is as we change and we generate movement and momentum in our lives, Everything and everyone around us will shift. This is so real that it's scary. Like from my personal experience, like I would never have thought that this was so tangible until I experienced it myself um, where I, it's like 
every time I talk about this shift philosophy and concept, I think about like a rock and the, uh, the ripples in the water. And it's like, I think that that visual is often used for like, if you do something good and of service, but, um, and how you can affect the world around you. But this is so crazy. You guys, like when you show up for yourself and you generate this movement and this momentum, everything around you changes. And I mean, like everyone and everything. And this is why I think that for us as humans, like this is why change and growth is so scary. Because if you want something different out of life, then we must become something different. And that takes work. It takes strength, courage, dedication, developing new neural pathways, developing new habits. Like it is not as easy as snap and it's here, right? And this is just like every single entrepreneur's success almost, you know, it's like they have to put in all of that elbow grease and energy into creating um, an infrastructure and a a foundation and a franchise and opportunity leads to growth. And, you know, all of this, I think, is so sincere and so relevant and so precious to the process. Anyway, I could go on and down that rabbit hole for ages. So I digress. But um, back to our values and our shift philosophy and how to integrate these into our lives. So what are our values and how do we identify them? I think is a common question. It's something that I even had uh, my own struggles with. And simply put, values are the core principles and standards by which you live your life. As you grow and change, these will change as well. And I think that it's okay to understand that your application and your philosophy towards life is going to evolve. But in order to continue that personal evolution, you kind of also need to have a barometer and that compass and understanding of where you're at and where you're going. So there are many lists and worksheets that you, you know we can all Google to assist with narrowing down the words that we would like to use as our core values. I have personally used Brene Brown. I just sent that to one of my girlfriends yesterday. It's very brief and you just Google horror like Brene Brown uh, values worksheet, I think, and it'll come up. And then um, I've also been using this positivepsychology.com worksheet with my therapist. Guys, <laughs> Real talk, like there's like 120 words on this piece of paper and you just go through and you narrow it down and you narrow it down and you narrow it down until you, you, till you get to like five to six words. I know um, some people suggest using two, but I think if you can get like the first like top five, it allows some malleability or even six. And then we'll get into it a little bit in, in just a second of why six are, are important, but five to six and your aces. So it's not so difficult that you need to be like integrity. That's my one core value, which is a great value. But um, I think that we can use like many, um, but I thought it might be valuable to provide a practical application of how we use these values in business as well as our personal lives, because so often I personally find it much easier to succeed at work than in my personal life. And for some reason, for me, the stakes are higher in my personal life because I have to be more vulnerable. Whereas in my professional life, I'm able to just be 
an authentic version of myself and the person that I want to be. So, I mean, that's a, another topic for another time, but I'm going to use like a business analogy in this scenario. Um, so with this, like a core fundamental of business leadership is personal proficiency. And one of the first steps to accelerate growth within this pers personal proficiency vertical is to create a leadership brand. This is like a real thing. And a leadership brand is exactly what you may think that it is. It's the style in which we lead. And just like understanding the why, which we hear a lot behind a venture and or also like a mission statement of a company, we as leaders are challenged to define our brand and how we wish to be perceived. And this takes a little bit of elbow grease. It's where we show up. It's where we lean in and do the work because when we operate with precision at the top of, uh, at the top or at the beginning of establishing something like this personal brand, it makes our decisions easier on the back end. Um, I'm a real big believer in doing things with precision at top of a, a workflow, like at the top <laughs> um, versus, you know, midway. And, and I'm all about pivoting and change. And, and that's also another topic for another time. But I'm a real strong proponent of precision at the beginning because it makes our lives easier in the back end. Anyway, and it's just a little bit of extra time. So uh, when we begin with precision at the top of this activity, it makes our decisions easier on the back end. And an easy way to try on brand statements is to select six values you would like to be known for and to then combine them into three two-word phrases. An amazing real-life example of this process is Maria Shriver's mission statement. So if you guys like go to her website and you look at it, um, it's forefront and center on almost every digital asset that she has, which is incredible. And her mission is to inform and inspire hearts and minds and move humanity forward. So this is why I chose this example because it's literally six values combined into three two-word phrases. You have inform and inspire, hearts and minds, move humanity, which you can kind of take as one, forward, right? So what we can all do is once we create a version of this brand statement for ourselves, we can try it on for size, we can soundboard it with others and ensure it fits. You'll kind of know, it'll be like a gut check, like, yes, I, I, I'm not ashamed of this. I'm proud of this. This is who I am. This is what I believe in. Um, and once it feels right, this statement is going to be the bedrock of our personas. And when it's lost, or excuse me, when we're lost, or when we are in doubt, we can reference this mission statement and use it as a pulse point to cross-reference our decisions and our paths. So I hope this was incredibly helpful for you. I know that it was a really wonderful and strong recap for me. I am currently still in the process of redefining my values. I've got five guys. I've got five. I need six. And then I'm going to do this compound statement, uh, um, mission statement myself. And I will share that next week. So good luck out there. I hope that you have the best week ever. And I will talk to you again very soon. Bye.